0: I'm Woody Huffines, and this is the Owner's Voyage podcast. This podcast is going to be about how you go from being an employee to being an employer, or how you go from being unemployed to self-employed, or as an employee to self-employed, or, well, there's a bunch of different ways to do it. We'll talk about ways to make that trip, that journey, more fun, more rewarding, more profitable, as well as some tips for staying away from potholes, dead ends, traps, and washed-out bridges. We'll hope you join us this is episode 15, or an episode about belief. And what is belief? Well, belief is an acceptance that something is true or that it exists. Now, I would compare that with faith. Faith involves action on top of belief. It's an extra step, if you will. Faith encompasses belief, but it is extensive of belief. So how does your belief or your belief structure drive your faith i think i mentioned firefly science fiction series that i loved and shepherd book telling mal that he had to believe and mal captain of the firefly said that he didn't really look to a higher power and he kind of thought that having belief was waiting on a train that wouldn't come and shepherd book says why is it when i talk about belief you always think i'm talking about god If you're going to start a business, belief is one of the core concepts or one of the core attributes that you're going to have to have to be successful. It has to be a belief in yourself, a belief in your business, a belief in your team. This kind of belief is taking a chance and having belief that that chance will work out. A belief is is a prepositional way of looking at the world. As you approach a solution, you have a prepositional default position that you're thinking of. If the best of your efforts mean that you continue that behavior, a belief is that if you do one thing, something else will happen. Like if you believe that A causes B and you expect to get B, then you'll do A. But that's only good as far as those two things are linked the way that you believe them to be. And it's a process or a chain that starts within yourself and moves outward from you. And it has everything to do with the actions that you take and the leadership positions that you take and the roles that you take on and how you execute those roles. What do you believe in? We've talked about having a why, those motivating things that are at the core of who you are that would lead you to start a business or that would allow you to run a business or that would allow you to take this chance. What do you believe? And if you have a why and you've got a why put together and that why that you put together leads you to believe that the how you've chosen is an appropriate how, you have to have a belief that the how that you've chosen will suffice to give you your why. For example, if your why is that you want a house on the top of a mountain in the Swiss Alps, and that's why you're working, you're probably not going to start a business that does pool cleaning because it would be difficult to believe that you could clean enough pools that you could buy a Swiss chalet. So your belief in what you're doing And a belief in how you're doing it is going to make a difference as to whether you can get to where you want to go or accomplish the goal you want to get to. If you don't believe that what you're doing will work, it's very difficult to do it. And that starts with your thoughts. An old Chinese proverb says, be careful of your thoughts. They become your words. Be careful of your words. They become your actions. Be careful of your actions, they become your habits. Be careful of your habits, they become your character. Be careful of your character, it becomes your destiny. The idea here is that your destiny is based in your thoughts and that your thoughts drive everything that proceeds from them. Belief and leadership, for example, are very, very tightly related It's very difficult to lead and lead effectively if you don't have a belief in the organization that you're a leader for. If you have a position that you think this is a waste of time, there's no reason that we're doing this, just you're not drinking the Kool Aid, it's hard to translate your actions, and the actions that you are demanding of a team into effective actions because you don't believe that the goal is achievable. So if you're going to start a business, or you're going to run a business, or you're going to be, well, do anything in life, if you don't have an underlying belief that what you're doing will yield the result, it's very hard to do it on a daily basis, or hard to do it at all. So when it comes to belief there are really five pieces of belief, and what your beliefs are about each of these five aspects of reality change how you behave in that reality. The first belief is a belief about control. It's a belief of what you can control and what you can't. In popular culture, there seems to be a growing belief that you can't control anything, that you don't have control over your outcomes, you don't have control over your destiny, that there's a reason that you're a victim or that there's a reason that you can't do things because somebody else told you you couldn't or will keep you from doing it. It's a victim mentality, if you will. But at its core, it is a belief that you don't have control, that things that control you are external. I would submit to you that if you're going to have a business and be successful in the business, that's the first aspect of belief that you have to have. You have to have the belief that you can control outcomes. And even when an outcome doesn't happen the way you want it to happen, you have to have the belief that you could have controlled it if you had known pieces of information that you missed or if you had a more complete understanding of the problem. And while control is often illusory and we really don't control some of the things that we think we do, at the end of the day, if you don't have a belief that you can control outcomes, it will be very difficult for you to be successful in business because there's always something external that will affect your business. COVID 19, for example, as I record this in early June of 2020, there are a lot of people who have had their core beliefs. Shaken because there are external things that they couldn't see coming that have had significant impacts on their business. Now, let's go back to the belief of control. If you are, and I think it's probably not unfair for me to say, if you are stuck in the belief structure that you can't control things or that there are a lot of things outside of your control, then it'd be very easy to throw your hands up and say, well, COVID 19 destroyed my business. There's nothing I can do about it. Where if you have a belief in your ability to control, you might start looking for alternatives and different things that you can do or different things that you could try within your business, within your control to affect the outcome. So the first belief structure that's important to you is a belief in control. The second important core aspect of belief is a belief in competency. The next aspect of belief that's important is the belief in competency, your own competency, or your competency to accomplish a task. If you don't have a faith in your abilities to accomplish things, if you don't have a faith that you are competent accomplish something. If you don't believe you can do it, it will be very difficult to continue down that path. In fact, there's ample scientific evidence that if you don't believe in your competency, you will avoid a task. And task avoidance is a rational strategy if you don't believe it can be done or you don't believe that you are competent to do it. Henry Ford said, if you believe you can or if you believe you can't, you're probably right. So having a faith or having belief in your competency is another key aspect to the belief structure that you need to run a business. The next aspect of belief is the belief in value, that the outcome that you believe in has a value. If you don't believe that the value of the business will increase or you don't believe that the outcomes that the business is leading you to will have value, it is much more difficult to continue down that path. Having the idea that the value that you want is a stable value, then it's reasonable to put the effort into it. If you don't have a stable belief in the value of the outcome, then you become like the fox in Aesop's fable of sour grapes. If you work towards it and it's not coming true, and then you accept a different value or believe that the outcome has a different value than the one that you had going in. I thought this internet business was going to make me a million dollars and I haven't made a million dollars yet. It's probably a bad system and it probably never would have worked anyway. And it's not that much fun to have a million dollars. Good Lord, look at all the taxes you'd pay. So having a belief that the value that you have for something is stable is another aspect of the belief structure that you need to be successful. The next part of a belief structure is goal orientation you can have two orientations towards a goal. You can have an orientation towards a goal that's an external orientation or an appearance orientation. I want to make a million dollars so that I can buy a Maserati and I can drive around the neighborhood and all of my friends and family will look at me and go, ooh, ain't he cool? He's got a lot of money. So, The goal that you're oriented towards is not an internal goal. It's not a goal for what you want. It's a goal for what other people will give you for what you've achieved. It is a goal of appearance. You want to look good. Simple as that. The other kind of goal orientation is a goal orientation of mastery, that the actual act that you're trying to achieve has value in and of itself. For example, my daughter was a competitive cheerleader as well as a high school cheerleader as well as a college cheerleader. She's also an introvert. Now, my wife is an extrovert. She assumed as an extrovert that the reason that you were a cheerleader was to stand out in front of the crowd and lead cheers and wave your arms around and that being a cheerleader was really cool because you were a cheerleader and everybody recognized that you were a cheerleader. It's a very extroverted way of looking at cheerleading. My daughter, on the other hand, had a very different goal orientation. She loved cheerleading because of the technical aspects of cheerleading. She loved the tumbling. She loved the teamwork. She loved the perfection. She loved the practice. She loved the process of being a cheerleader. It was funny. We had a family meeting about this, and we were talking about the differences between introverts and extroverts. And I said, for example, to my wife, do you think Elena likes being a cheerleader because she's out in front of the crowd leading the cheers? And Elena would just as soon be a cheerleader if there was nobody in the stands. She'd be a cheerleader if there wasn't anybody there but the cheer team practicing their mastery of cheer. My wife looked confused, asked my daughter, is that true? And Elena was like, oh, well, yeah, because she had a very different belief structure around the goal orientation of cheerleading. Transfer it to your business. If your goal orientation or your belief in goal achievement is around the mastery of a thing, the mastery of your business, the mastery of the aspects of your business that you find enjoyable or the aspects of your business and the process of your business. If your goal is to master that process and master all those pieces, if your goal is the mastery of the process or the mastery of doing the business, then you're much more likely to seek help from others. You're much more likely to find success when you do it right, as opposed to when someone from the outside looks at it and says you did it right. You're focused on the mastery, and you have a reason to improve whether anybody's watching or not. So goal orientation is the next part of a belief structure that you need to successfully run a business. The last piece of a belief structure is epistemology. and epistemology is the nature of knowledge or the nature of how you acquire knowledge. So an epistemology is about acquiring or having a knowledge of the nature of knowledge. And there's three ways to look at epistemology. One is that there's a fixed path. That there's one way to approach a problem, there's one way to solve the problem, and there's one way to have knowledge. Some people, for example, think that the only way that you can learn is experience. That you don't have the ability to learn if you don't actual, actually have experience in that task or in doing that thing. That there's one way to learn that goal. That fixed path epistemology can be very restrictive because then you have a certain dogma that gets attached to that if you have that fixed path idea that ideation, that there's one way of doing it. The second epistemology is a flexible approach, that you can have differing opinions or differing approaches to a problem, and that it's a flexible approach that says, you know what, there's a bunch of different ways to do this. There are better ways and there are worse ways, And we will find the better way of doing things, which for business is probably a good approach because you are looking at, there's a whole bunch of different ways to do something. How do I continue to approximate the knowledge that I need? Epistemology, nature of knowledge, how you learn. How do I continue to approach perfection? So let's go back to thinking in terms of being a task oriented goal so that your goal orientation is towards the task. A flexible approach will say, this is the task that I want to accomplish. Let's continually iterate our approach to see if we can get to a solution that works to accomplish that task. And it's a flexible approach. My opinion, probably the best one for business. The last way of epistemology is what I would call a utility approach. The utility approach says that all of the different paths to knowledge are equally valid. So if you want to know something, it doesn't matter how you get there, they're all equally valid, but that you have to choose between them for some external reason that's not about the epistemology itself. It might be it might be that one choice is more moral than another or that one is statutorily uh, appropriate while another one isn't. That in other words that the goal that you're going or the, the knowledge that you're trying to attain, there's a million different ways to attain it. All of them are equal. The one that you need is the one that fits a moral precept or it fits a statutory or a regulatory way of doing things. The five kinds of belief that are important to being successful in business and I think being successful in life is a belief about how you exert control or if you can exert control. The second one is a belief about your competency. The third is a belief about the value of what it is that you're going after. The next is a belief about the goal orientation. Are you oriented for external appearance or internal mastery? And third, or (laughs) third, and fifth, the epistemology, the way that you approach the gaining of that knowledge. So all of this becomes important. Because your beliefs will dictate your actions. You can't take action, you're unlikely to take action, if you don't have a belief underlying that action, and a belief that that action will get you a result. So what do you believe? How do you structure your belief? How deeply held are your beliefs? Do you have a belief structure in place that will allow you to be successful, not just in a business, but in life? Take some time and examine your beliefs, because having the right set of beliefs, the right set of thoughts, will lead to words, leads to actions, leads to habits, leads to character, leads to destiny. This is Woody Huffines. This is the Owner's Voyage Podcast, episode number 15.